Welcome to Herbs with Erin, Remedies for Body and Spirit podcast, where we help people explore the power of herbs to create optimal wellness and strengthen their spiritual practice so they can feel healthy and connected. Information provided in the podcast is for educational purposes only. It is not meant to take the place of professional medical advice. Arctium lapa, it is a purple flower. Burdock is well known for its ability to cling to fur and to clothes and everything else and can be kind of mess. So after this flower dries, um, turns into the seed head, then it's really um, has a lot of those, those barbs are dry and they really stick to things. Some of the common names of this plant are also beggar's button, um, Turkey burr seed, gypsy's rhubarb, uh, hardock, herber, and great burdock. Uh, so there's many common names out there, and the common name is sort of like the, the nickname of the plant. This thing grows all over the world. It's uh, originally started in Eurasia and has made its way over to, to North America um, and is considered kind of weedy and problematic here. And um, some people, you know, especially since it gets onto people's clothes and, and uh, animal fur and things like that, it can be hard to get off of our clothes as we walk through it. So we're going to talk about burdock root as part of the medicinal remedy making. There are other parts of the plant that can be used for medicinal purposes, herbal remedies. I'm just going to talk about the root today. The leaves of the plant, it does have a look of rhubarb in some ways. It grows out of the ground. The leaves grow out of the ground like rhubarb does. And it will grow in just about any sort of area as long as it's well-drained and also has sun. It grows in uh, USDA hardiness zones from about four to 10, maybe even three. Um, So those are basically, the numbers indicate how cold um, it can be for a plant that it gets and and if the plant can live there. So a, a range of like four through 10 is a huge range. It's most of the United States of America. And so it can grow all over the place. And its first year of growth is when we would harvest the root. So it is a biennial, which means the first year it's basically root and leaf growth. And then the second year it will send up a stalk with its flower. And that uh, stalk and flower, you know, can get up to six feet tall. It's a fairly big plant. The best time to get the roots are in the first year around the autumn time, the fall time is best. And the roots are very deep. They can be one, two uh, feet deep at least. Um, And so they can be very, very deep. All right. So what do we use this for? Well, the root is very nutritive. It goes deep into the soil and it's going to be able to uptake all those other nutrients that other plants don't get to. Most plants are growing in about the six inch layer um, depth of the soil. And so they don't get all the minerals and nutrients that are further, that may be further down in the soil. So burdock can bring up those uh, nutrients and minerals and things. And it actually is very high in iron and extremely high in 
inulin, I-N-U-L-I-N, inulin, that prebiotic substance that we need in our bodies. And the more inulin we can get into our systems in a day, the better our um, the microbiome of our, our intestinal tract and things are um, able to feed the good microbiome that's living there. So we talk about, we hear a lot about in, um, in our food system, you know, about yogurt and kefir and all those things that have probiotics in it and how that can really help um, our gastrointestinal system. And um, we're learning all sorts of things about that whole gut biome and how it really helps our immunity, can help us reduce anxiety, um, helps with weight uh, management, and all sorts of things are happening in that gut biome. And so the prebiotic that we need to help feed all those good things that we want to live in our system, um, one of them is inulin, which can be found in chicory root, um, in this burdock root and dandelion root. So they're in the roots uh, um, quite a bit. Uh, burdock is also called gobo, G-O-B-O, and is uh, found in oriental markets because in some places in the Asian um, areas, they eat burdock root, you know, just as one of their root vegetables. So it can be eaten raw, H People usually chop it up like a carrot. It looks much like a carrot when it's harvested out of the ground. Um, and they can you can chop it up raw and add it to the uh, a salad. You can cook it up into stir fries. It can be roasted like root vegetables um, are. You can mix it with carrots and potatoes and rutabagas and, and any way that you roast it. So it can be eaten in a wide variety of ways. And it can also be made into teas and tinctures. So this is one of those um, herbs that is like a food herb. So you can get the benefits of this plant into our bodies in multiple ways, and it can be eaten on a regular basis. So some of the reasons why people would want to be getting this into their system um, on a regular basis is it's known as a blood tonic. It really helps the system of the intestinal tract and of the kidneys um, it's, it's known as a blood tonic to help with that whole system and to support that system, especially since it has iron, it's added to tea mixes that are helping with anemia and um, other things, other blood kind of like disorders and things that need to support the regular functioning of our blood system. And it's also very uh, lubricating um, because if when I make a burdock tincture, I can actually see a, a layer of the inulin. It has so much of it in there. And all of the other plant properties that are in there are very moistening to our system. So somebody who has a very dry system, one of the uh, things that would indicate a dry system is like eczema. Um, another indication would be constipation. And anything like dandruff, anything that's any dry type situations that somebody has in their body, burdock root teas and tinctures and eating of it could help all of those um, things over time as using it as like a tonic and tonic means taking something over a longer period of time. Uh, and it also is been known to help people and uh, adolescents in with acne because of this whole idea that um, helping to support the blood system, sometimes the word cleanse the system, 
um, help detoxify the system. And there's a lot going on in the body with, with like the uh, acne issues. And in traditional Chinese medicine, they look at working on things like the kidneys and the livers to help support the blood, the hormones, all that, all the things that are happening with people in adolescence and um, as their bodies go through quite a bit of change and that acne starts to, to be a manifestation of things that need to come out of the body. So burdock root is something that is also um, been known to assist people with, with acne problems, with eczema problems, um, skin disorders of, of the type. So it's really has this mute, um, good um, moistening type quality. It helps to promote the absorption of fats and oils in the small intestines, especially if somebody has a very high meat um, consumption diet, it can help with that. And it helps with poor secretion of bile. So those are a number of ways that burdock in, is why it's used. And then you can see you know, how it's used. So how do we harvest this? So when you harvest burdock root in its first year, it's gonna be down quite deep. And the best way to do is not to stick your shovel in next to the plant and then try to you know, dig it out like that. You know, Most people stick their shovel in and kind of prop it out. You're gonna to have to probably dig a little bit of a trench next to the burdock root, the burdock plant, and dig down until you can see how far that root um, system goes. Once you find that, then you can try to prop it out or maybe keep digging the, like a trench around it to, to pull it out so you don't break the roots. Because once you break that root off, it can be you know even harder to find the rest of it. So if you're going to go through all that trouble to dig out a burdock root, you know, get as much of it as you possibly can. If you wait until the second year to harvest it, it um, might be have it might be a little bit um, woody in the middle or hollow because it's sending all of its nutrients and resources up to the flower stock. So definitely get that root before it goes into flower, because then it's um, it's you know the best nutrients that you can get into the root. And usually as the plant is bringing its resources down to the root into dormancy season is, is a you know really good time to be harvesting roots. Um, and then you're gonna have to wash it up good and get all the dirt out. And then you can either dry it um, the way roots are dried, herbal roots, um, or like I said, you can eat it raw as well or cook it. One of the ways to identifying the, if you have burdock root, um, there's certainly other plants out there that look like burdock root, um, but when you dig them up, they're going to look a little different. Like yellow dock will have a very yellow roots uh, system. But what you can do as you're learning to identify burdock root in the wild is let an area, let a plant go to uh, its second year, let it go to flower, and then to seed so that you can identify properly that you have the right one because the flower is very, it's one of the identification features is very um, distinctive and can help with that identification process. More likely than not, if you have had one burdock plant there, you're gonna have another one. So it's more, it's most likely going to reseed itself. If you leave that flower head and the seed, let it go to seed, you'll find another next year. So, you know, once there's one, there's probably another one. I'd, I've never done it, but I would 
think that you could definitely grow it in a, in a container. Um, you just want it to be, you know, like the potato containers are, are pretty deep and it's only going to grow as deep as it has space to grow. Um, so either way, you will get a root at some point. Best cleaning method of the root, just soak and scrub the dirt off. You, you can soak it. You can take a high pressure hose nozzle if you have something like that and spray it off first outside and really pressurize that um, dirt off if you want to. You'll get kind of... Um, the root won't be completely like a tap root, like we see carrots, you know, nice long um, carrot that we get in the store. It may branch off into some other uh, roots parts. And so you might want to just um, chop those off or break those off because there's going to be dirt like in the, the, basically the crotch of the, the roots where they join. And sometimes that can be hard to get out. But then once you have them inside, you can use like a potato scrubber if you have one. Sometimes if there's, um, if it's really hard to clean stuff off, you could scrape off some of the um, problem areas with like a potato peeler. I've done that before, but we want to keep some of the root uh, epidermis, the outer layer on because it does have some you know, properties and nutrients that we do want as well. There's other things that you can use burdock for. The leaves have some purposes, the seeds as well. I'm just focusing on the root system right now. And so you can buy it in tincture form. You can buy it already dried and chopped for you. If you're not somebody who, you know, wants to go out and find burdock root or grow it for yourself, uh, you know, not all takes time. So if you're looking to have burdock root in your wellness plan right now, you can certainly go and purchase those out there. Um, like I said, some people have uh, grocery stores in their areas that carry burdock root. Uh, I can find it sometimes here in my area, but there's certainly um, many places online. Mountain Rose Herbs has um, definitely has the tinctures and the dried root. And in fact, I have a link that I can share with you from Mountain Rose Herbs um, as a um, a referral link that I have now with them. So an affiliate link. So if you purchase from them, then I get a 10% of the, uh, the profits from that. So I will be sharing my Mountain Rose Herbs link with you if you want to purchase through them. Um, but there's certainly other places uh, that also do that, um, that you can purchase from. Check at your local area to see if anybody's growing it. That's always nice to support local growers as well. I will be doing another plant priestess exploration workshop starting February 8th. So if you're watching me in the plant priestess exploration Facebook group, um, you're all set. You're already in there. That's um, usually where we have all of our interaction for that workshop. And um, I also stream it into YouTube and on my fullcircleherbals.com website as well. But if you want to be in there interacting with us and, um, get all the links for the giveaways that I provide, then the Plant Priestess Exploration Facebook group is a good place to be. So um, we're going to do, I'm going to start that on the 8th and start another four-day Plant Priestess Exploration Workshop. And for many of you who've already been through one, I always add something a little bit different to it. Um, and some people only get through one or two days. And every time they join, they get a little bit further. And then I always do five days of bonus materials and we do giveaway prizes as well. So get into the face, uh, 
Facebook group, Plant Priestess Exploration, and I will be putting up a link for how to register for that workshop on the 8th so you can get um, reminders and email and everything like that. All right, so February 8th, another Plant Priestess Exploration Workshop. And I'll share my Mountain Rose Herb um, link with you all as well if you're interested in using that link. Thank you for joining the Herbs Podcast. Please connect with me on fullcircleherbals.com or at the Facebook page, Full Circle Herbals. I'd be happy to receive suggestions for future podcast topics.